What's one word to describe your year? Awesome. Oh. Growth. Uh, splendid. An adventure. What is happening? Man, I was very excited to do this podcast. That answer just went to so many different directions. What kind of word is inaventure? Okay, inaventure. <laughs> I realized that after I answered. Wait, wh- I'm serious. An adventure, adventure is the word. Oh, an, oh, adventure. an adventure. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Growth, like physically, or no? <laughs> Just like you know, added a few pounds. <laughs> First shot fired. <laughs> this is, this I'm sorry, intro that was is gonna so be rude. rude. That, that was so rude. That was part. Shimmer, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. Is, I like how we talked about no how respect for women. I know we Ooh. we actually talked about how he like defends Amber. <laughs> And First then as soon as the podcast came on, he just went savage mode. It's okay, though, because he's been around me for two days and being pretty nice. Yeah. So, you're forgiven. I, Amber, I actually really liked your answer. Growth is great. No, you didn't. No, I did I swear. <laughs> Smiling the smile. I, I swear. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm serious. It was a good answer. Okay. Would you say splendid? Yeah, but it was like, I don't like... Like okay. Splenda. Yeah. Okay. I just I was just thinking of a word, but I like yeah. growth. Yeah. Splenda, Splenda, Splenda doesn't matter. What did you say, your... Shimmer? I just said awesome. Awesome? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such a, like, a, what are you, a kid? What are you two? What splendid? You what said are you splendid like? Sixty? So you can't get are you sixty? Right <laughs> being sixty is better than being twelve. <laughs> nah, dude. What? No. Oh, He's like awesome. No. It was so awesome. Like that's something that like when you come back to school and your teacher's like, "How's everybody's summer?" That's like something. It was awesome. He raises his hand. It was awesome. And she's just like, "All right, like." Tommy, and then if, get out of if my the class. kid says splendid, he's like, you're... "She's like, ooh." No. Nice vocabulary. Incredible. Nice vocabulary. Yeah, I like that. You're I'll kissing. See you after you're class. kissing the teacher's butt at that yeah. point. Why are you teacher's teaching the, kissing the teacher after class? All right, guys. Anyways, right. thank you guys for tuning in to an episode of Strange Flavors. My name is Shimmer. I'm Faraz. My name is Amber. And today we have a special guest. Co-host. Co-host. Back. <laughs> She's going to say Tokyo Tav. Tokyo oh, is that what you went by when you used to do this? No. I typical actually, Tav. I changed, no, no, it changed it my name like three times. What did you start with? It was like typical. it was B tab and then it was typical tab. Typical tab was like was typical, terrible. It, like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> Wait, where does the tab but come from? Your name's Brandon. My last, last name. Last name's Tavernier. Tavernier. Oh, and he okay. used to be an old co-host, so he's back. Uh, yes, yes, yes. He's back here. Welcome back. Welcome back. Refreshing. Brandon has actually been helping out a lot with um like behind, behind the scenes, scenes lift theory stuff. So it's it's nice having him here. Thanks, yeah. Brandon. We're I like alive. when you're not making fun of me. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start off with some sad news. Did you guys see the Aladdin Entertainment Weekly magazine? <laughs> I like how you said the sad news. Oh. Yeah, why are you guys mad about that? Dude, first of all, Will Smith looks like a goof. But he's not blue. If a he was goof? blue... Like... <laughs> These words today. <laughs> I thought he looked cool. Nah, he didn't look cool. And neither... I mean, the other two, like, they just... Jasmine was okay. Jas- it's okay, yeah. yeah. Aladdin was like, bro. I think if you look at the array of, like... um south asian and middle eastern cultures and all the people that it could have been and then you see like this cover it's like that's what we came up with like this was supposed to be our moment you know like crazy rich asians it was like all right finally like chinese people and um singapore and whoever Mm -hmm. else was in that movie like they have their moment and then we're like oh my god aladdin and then it's like So yeah. You, so did you guys you, see you my uh, recover? Like oh yeah, my I saw. Oh yeah, that Come was on. good. That, that was, was good. good. That was better. Just rain as uh, <laughs> that was as good. the genie. Yeah, <laughs> I threw myself in there because it's always my dream. But anyways, yeah. Will Honestly, Smith said you look like a better Aladdin on the cover. True. <laughs> you hear that? Disney. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> Will Smith said he was gonna be blue. So who knows? Uh, Wait, I don't know what that means. Then so. why wasn't he blue on the I cover? I have no idea. So you didn't like the cover or the actors? Besides, well, I don't know yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna like be hopeful. 
but it's just like it was looking at the cover it doesn't look like oh my god aladdin it looks like yeah. a play that's <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. okay, i got you, you know. I, I think will smith will be good but mm-hmm. it's, it's just gonna be weird it's gonna be different yeah yeah we'll see speaking I hope it has spice basically it will We'll have a lot of spice. And speaking of spice, Brianka and Jonas. Mm, been having- and Jonas. <laughs> Nick Jonas. Don't get it twisted. Brianka Chopra Jonas. They got married for like four months now. Yeah. <laughs> for four yeah, long months. celebrations are not so, ending. They have so many cute pictures that they're posting on the daily and I'm dying. Brandon, do you know the how weird this is for us? Brianka Chopra and Jonas. Do you even know who these two are? I've seen her. I know, I know Nick Jonas. <laughs> right. Why so, is it weird? Because he's white? No. So these are like two separate universes from our childhood. Yeah. Like she's from Bollywood and he's from, from Disney Channel. Yeah, but like heavily, heavily involved in, child, in our childhood. Yeah. Heavily involved. Both of them. Not really. Two sep- how not? You didn't how like. Not? like the, what Priyanka's, you, like when you say childhood, it's not like, oh, Priyanka Chopra was like You didn't like, grow playing. up knowing Priyanka Chopra no, as a did, household but, name? Dude, she was yeah, childhood. But she was, she was like, like big. She was like She's like big. You I know, know. she's not like and a big. childhood like. But she's she like growing up. She was like a Jonas Brothers. Name. That was like a childhood thing. But, right. Okay. I mean, she's right, also ten years older than us. So. What's, what's, what, what was the point of this? What was your? What were you gonna bring up? What? This is crazy. Yeah, oh, crazy. you're just saying this is crazy? Yeah. I think they're a good. Whoa. They, like, they, <laughs> hey. they, they look together. To no, me. I think that's a great point. I love them, and they make you posting pictures. Thank you very much. Thank you for attending my TED talk. <laughs> All right, and speaking of weird relationships, Cardi B and Offset. Mm. I, have a, I have opinions. <laughs> the Cardi Nikki news of the week. Okay, we're doing this early this week, guys. All right, let's just tune in. All right, a little bit of a backstory. Offset like openly cheated. He didn't openly cheat, but it came out in the public that he cheated on Cardi B. So she put out a like a video saying that they're not together anymore. And then this man goes on stage at her concert and literally goes like, oh, I'm sorry, Cardi, in front of everybody, almost bullying her to take him back. And all these rappers come out. I thought out it was kind of sweet. No, it, it was wasn't. Like ghetto but, sweet. but on stage? No, no, no. That's a private thing. That's ghetto a private suit. thing. And then on top but of that. he brought that, out like those like things that said, like, what did it say? It says, I'm sorry, Cardi B. That's sweet. No, it's it's sweet because one, she posted a video on her Instagram the day before saying, oh, look at these nice flowers that I got. And he just literally went and copied the flower that she put on her Instagram. Two, when you do something that publicly and then you have all these rappers coming out of nowhere like, yeah, Cardi, take him back. Like you're trying to like add to the cycle of, okay, woman taking back these guys that are cheating on them. And it's like more okay. Like, oh no, it's fine. He cheated on you, but it's fine. Also, it's a lot of pressure. Like obviously she's going to have a good reaction. Oh, like he's- Her reaction didn't look- like she was happy though she was like she wasn't she's like what are you doing like as the public is going to be like that's your child's father you guys are married blah blah blah. but it's like that's something that she needs to decide and he needs to plead i'm looking for it i'm just like yo this is entertaining i know but it's wrong and it's like it's not But they're both like you said it yourself she didn't look happy and cardi b but you said it yourself she didn't look happy like that's not that's for her to make a decision not for the public to bully her to get back into right but you know again we don't know their private lives so from us looking at it from an entertainment point of view it's like lit or we could see how she's reacting to it and she didn't like it very much either well, one, he, he interrupted her performance, so... It's rude. Like, it it's just the worst thing. He sabotaged her, but honestly, celebrity relationships... I just didn't take it seriously. That's why I'm saying it that way. I, I know it's, like, weird. Like, But then, don't you feel like it adds to a cycle? Like, there's all these rappers tweeting at Cardi B saying, like, oh, yeah, take her back, take, take him back, take him back. Like, it like, seemed like a show. Like, it looked like, like the way that he brought out, like, take me back type thing. 
What is that? And he was like, he was like, Publicly, take, he's like, take me back, bruh. Like literally, that's your, back, that's your bruh. child's mother, bruh. Like that's the best you could that's come up with. That's what I'm saying. It seems like a show. He's hood. Okay. Bruh. He's getting attention. Anyways, Kylie Jenner ties Jay-Z on Forbes' wealthiest celebrities in America list. And there was a tweet. Yeah, there's a, this was a popular tweet on, um, mm. on Twitter that somebody was like, the difference between black and white wealth. Black wealth has to be accumulated. White wealth has, is inherited. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> what, how do you guys feel about that when it comes to Kylie Jenner and Jay-Z? Now, Jay-Z did come from apparently, you know, selling crack and mm-hmm. yeah. working his way up he to finally... stab somebody. To finally, like, being a huge um, mogul of rap, hip-hop, mm-hmm. even just um, on the businesses. billionaire's list, yeah. businesses. Like, he, he has a lot going for him, right? And he came from really nothing, okay? Kylie yeah. Jenner... She came from the Kardashian family, mm-hmm. but then she did start her own like lip kit and Which was all that stuff. Which was completely, you know, her yeah. own thing. <clears throat> but had she started that without the Kardashian thing, she would, yeah. There would be probably it wouldn't no be, it wouldn't be as popular, right? There right. would be no I think it, this this tweet would have been okay if it was just them two, but I think a lot of white people have been have gotten wealth from nothing, such as uh, Bill Gates and a bunch of other like. You know, mm-hmm. it's very um, specific to yeah. this, like these two people. So, like, if we're talking about it as an overall <clears throat> issue, we can't look at it that way. But if we're looking at it just generally, if we're comparing these two individuals and that's it, then yeah, that's the way that we can look at it. But yeah. but I also don't know personally of any African Americans that have gotten their wealth through inheritance. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I don't think that we're that far in history yes. yet. That's fair. Um, but also, it's just like I don't know if it really. You have to relate those things. Mm-hmm. Um, the two of those together. Yeah, I mean it's a good it's a good conversation point, mm-hmm. but like yeah. to pin them against each other for no reason. Like I don't think that Kylie is saying that you know I came from nothing. I did this and that. Like I think mm-hmm. white privilege plays into effect regardless. Right. But um, I don't know. Like I think that you can it's- celebrate two different things, and I don't know how women who are super active in you know. The march and the feminism movement and all that kind of stuff how they feel about kylie being a billionaire if they think that it's a cool power move or if it's i mean if you look at it I there's six of them and kylie kardashians yeah there's okay. there's six or seven of and them she's richer than kim she's richer face. than kim yeah. and so that's that's not saying like oh yeah she just like kind of sat back or whatever like this girl had to like actually build the business. Every holiday, she'll come out with a new thing. And I'm not saying there's not people behind her. I'm sure there's a whole team behind it that keeps it going. But the fact is, she didn't cool just she didn't just way. sit on it. She didn't just sit on it and just made money. She yeah. like took her she took her like celebrity self and like made it into something more. And, I, and that's something it to sounds appreciate. it sounds cool when you like describe her story the way that her story is. But to throw Jay Z in there, then it's like it kind of really takes away everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's fair. Yeah. Also, right. to go on that note, uh, Eminem. He's mm, sure. Started from nothing. Yeah, right. but I think no, but I think that Eminem also had a lot of white privilege. privilege yeah, in, definitely. And yeah. is the reason that yeah. he got but like, as successful. His as wasn't inherited. When you already have yeah. the image from the get go, I don't yeah. think there's really much work you have to put into it. So that's why. And I. Just, what do you mean image from the get go? With being a Kardashian. Oh, okay. Mm. You know, I like, mean Kim. Kim's in the like she's been. But, but doing... my point is, I don't think that's being argued. You know, like, I don't think Kylie's saying, like, that I came from selling crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't say anything. She, right. doesn't, she doesn't say she anything. She doesn't say yeah. anything. But, but she's just doing but her she's thing. Not, yeah. yeah, she's just doing her thing. 
So like, is so it wrong for her backwards? to just do so her to, thing? So for people to pin them up against each other, and even I don't know, like, because they have their success individually. Because Complex said Kylie Jenner ties Jay Z on Forbes wealthiest celebrities in America list, which could be accurate, but it's accurate. But I don't know. I guess like that's just not an article that interests me in the first place. Like, how do those two things relate? Yeah. They're completely separate, and yeah, like Jay Z. They're just saying that. Well, just saying who's the wealthiest. Yeah, she's just saying that. No, she's, that they, she's that they tied. Yeah, Jay Z. They that, tied. Yeah, but it's like. It's still not like Jay Z worked a long, a way longer mm-hmm. time to get to this point. But that doesn't mean anything they have two on the, different completely yeah. they have two completely different paths to their successes, and yeah. they're both very, yeah. very like highly valued. So when you do it like this, you're belittling. Yeah, yeah. It in a way. I just don't think that there's a comparison that should be yeah really made there. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Jay Z is like Jay Z. Yeah. yeah, he's great. But a good talking and point, Kylie, like you like, said. You yeah. know, Kylie, great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. She did her thing too. So great anyway, job, her team behind the scenes. On on racial doing all the work. On a racial note, um, there was an athlete who was forced to cut his dreadlocks or forfeit uh, before a wrestling match. Why? Yeah, there was like apparently this referee who has um, history of being racist. Did you guys see this Twitter video? Yeah. So like, uh, this kid is getting his dreads cut off, and Shamir, like you and I both uh, wrestled in high school, and we know that. Uh, have you seen kids with long hair? Yeah, a so, bunch. So I know I had a kid on my team that had dreads, mm-hmm. um, an African-American kid. Uh, he didn't have to wear a cap. Usually you have to wear a cap when you have Yeah, you put hair. a cap. You wear it in a bun and then you put it like a skull cap on top. Mm-hmm. So so girls can wrestle too. Like, yeah, girls It's not wrestle. a weird thing to have long hair. It's not like you can't have long hair and not wrestle. So this kid had dreads Twitter and the referee thing. said, unless you cut them, you're forfeiting the match. And what ended up happening is he ended up getting them cut. He looked super devastated. And his team is like high-fiving him, like, oh, you're taking one for the team. And then he ends up winning the match. And his reaction after the match was like so just, it kind of like made me really angry just watching. He, he, he looked so upset. And then the referee just kind of like dangles his hand up and he like didn't feel good about it, you know? He mm-hmm. won the match, but he didn't feel good about it. Right. You could yeah. see it. And it's just like, that's, that's crazy that that still happens, happens you know? Yeah. Yeah. Even in a small scale like that, it just means so much. Yeah. And I'm glad that it this article like blew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I saw it on CNN this morning too, and they were discussing. Did the referee explain what his reasoning was? So like, they're looking into it. They're yeah. in the okay. investigating also, stage right now. Um, the the guy who made the video, he was just saying there was a lot that wasn't in. Like the coaches were trying to argue against that and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like people were actually like fighting against it. I, stuff. I think that's wrong. I mean, like unless you're making girls cut off their hair too, like yeah. with, and which that's doesn't. Not, that's why I brought it up. Like yeah. we yeah. both it, have it's seen. An, probably it's not a length problem. It's a race racial problem. Right, yeah. right. Like that would never be an issue. That doesn't make any sense. So I'm curious to see like when they'd get this investigation done, mm-hmm. what they even come up with. Does it affect wrestling at all since you guys wrestled if you have long hair? You're not you're supposed to grab long hair. Like, right. So that's why you put on the cap. Mm-hmm. And he could have just put on a cap. Right. And even when you have the cap on, there's headgear on top of that. So yeah. everything is nice and tight. And compact. Yeah. And yeah, it just it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, a lot of celebrities are talking about social anxiety. Khaled and Liza Koshy being some of them. Recently, in like the last few weeks, I've seen a lot of celebrities online open up about social anxiety and just anxiety in general. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, Liza Koshy has taken a 10-month break really? off of YouTube. Yeah, yeah. She hasn't put up a video for that long? She's put up one she's for voting, and that's about it. She's collabed with other YouTubers. And that's why? Because social anxiety? Social, she's saying that it's a lot about confidence and that after she did Lies on Demand and all that type of stuff, she says, I have videos, I've recorded them, I'm ready to post them, but oh, I just but can't. But she was doing her show, right? 
That's why she no, wasn't it's done. Yet. No, okay. the show's been done yeah. and everything's been done. Okay. She just says that sh- it's. She's like, as much as it may not make sense to anybody, it's just a confidence thing right now, and I'm getting to that place to post again. And so mm. she's still being an active part of like like society of like you know young people's like lives by doing this whole thing about um, talking about social anxiety, talking about voting. She's acting like as a public figure right now. But she hasn't put out any content. Why do you think that videos. is? Why do you think that all these young kids are going through? I think that we did in this past year go through a toxic time on social media. Okay. I think that what a does lot that mean? of like I think a lot of people had a hard time um, like swallowing what it means to be in such a public but pro- like even in the comfort of your own home, you're never away from it like before if you felt social anxiety or whatever or if you had anxiety you could like be an introvert and stay in and be able to take a rest from it but now when you're such a public figure and that's where your money's coming from and that's where your money's coming from and you're reliant upon being in front of so many people and so many people's opinions flying towards your way on a daily basis no matter what you say then it's a big deal one one of the things that she brought up recently was how she um remember when she did um what was it the met gala she like interviewed a bunch of celebrities on the Uh, carpet yeah and she's like she's like i haven't even had a scandal but i got torn apart for that and it just like killed me like because of her dress the way that her dress was the way she was saying how she was acting all like you know like herself but there's all these other audience yeah the older people were like what are you doing like why are you acting like that yeah why are you acting so goofy like flirtatious no no goofy like she's she's not being serious was she was she there for with vogue yeah i think so okay so maybe they're like oh you're not like you know, living up to Vogue's name No, or no, it's it's people like like her audience, her YouTube audience, that 10 million people or whatever, yeah. they all know who Liza Koshy is and mm. they love it, so she's comfortable with being that personality. Okay. When they brought her in to do that in front of all these other people who are not her audience yeah. and are like, who's this girl out the blue acting all like crazy yeah. uh, okay, and whatever, yeah. whatever. And even the celebrities loved it apart. too. The, the celebrities were enjoying it, yeah. Yeah, That's so I just think it's like, I think that in 2018, there was a lot of celebrities who came out about, you know, just dealing with anxiety in general and how social media has been a toxic place. So I hope that everybody is able to find a way that they can cope with it and do things that still keep them healthy mentally. I think that term like social influencer, I heard that a lot in 2018. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like, that almost becomes a responsibility for a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm responsible for influencing so many kids. We just met one of them in New York recently. And I was just, like, trying to talk to her the whole time about, like, trying to understand what that means. Because she doesn't, like, sing or, you know, act, doesn't make YouTube videos. She's just mm-hmm. on Instagram and, like, she, she calls herself the title social influencer. Mm. And I'm like, what do you, like, I'm trying to get behind what it, what it, that means. And she's mm-hmm. like, I go to parties, you know, they invite me out and I hang out with them and, you know, I wear their brands and products and stuff. I'm like, okay. So, so kind of like a model? What are you influencing? It's, it's, it's hard. And then when right. you get given that title, yeah, I guess it depends on your person, like how you take that, what you really She's make a product. It's like, it's like I know, per- it kind of it feels is. like that, right? You're like, an object. Weird. I don't want to yeah. say that, but like, because people are very serious about that title, but it almost feels like they're you know, a product or an advertisement, walking yeah. advertisement. Yeah. Or walking, wearing products and advertising them so you're never, like, actually being yourself. You're yeah. being this person to the, yeah. you know, to social media. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we have a dope guest coming on. Yes. Um, today on the show, we're going to have Julie, who is an aspiring model. Um, and also, she is a little bit of a hip-hop head. You'll see her at 
any concert or festival that um, you know is is around the area or not in the area she'll fly out to it too but um, she's really cool and um, we want to kind of break down what it means and and what the process is of actually becoming like a real-life model in, in this day and age so everybody please give a warm welcome to Julie Chai going. Yeah. We got, got we got Julie in the building, aka Family Jewels. Julie P. How, how do you what's say your last good, name? What's good? Pachowski. Oh Pachowski. snap! Okay, I, I thought it was a podcast. Like <laughs> yeah, a lot of people think that you know. Pach- but say it again. Pachowski. Pachowski. So it's like just think P. It's Polish, right? Yeah. C Z goes ch, and then ski, like Pachowski. Yeah. Why why we're saying that is because it's spelled P O D C Z A S. <laughs> so it's like a long like one of those one of those types of names yeah you know yeah. um do, do you um have any interaction with the uh polish side of you a little bit but not not that much have you ever been to poland no i want, want to though yeah damn do you does your family ever like talk about it like what's no because it i think it was my great great grandparents okay so it's kind of died off like they didn't keep traditions or anything like that so yeah i mean there's a few things like um uh and actually i was watching a video the other day of my Mm. aunt's wedding from like the 70s and there's a thing where you like wear a necklace that has like baby dolls around it and and it's supposed to be like Like, promoting fertility and stuff and i was like i never knew that and that's kind of strange like barbie dolls yeah like Like baby dolls baby dolls are you gonna are you gonna throw that on probably not not. (laughs) no baby dolls yeah people would be mad confused yeah yeah that sounds cool like it's a cool tradition i know like one one phrase that i still say is what's that sit down and be quiet it might be a little off, so if someone is watching this from Poland or something. Okay, actually, we have a good demographic from Poland. It's really ever since I was like ever since I started being on YouTube, I remember always having like a distinct Polish frosty. Like literally, it's so weird. But like even on our like super cultural videos, Poland. So what's up, Poland? So thank you to Polish fam. So, Julie, we had you on the podcast today to talk to us, enlighten us a little bit about the modeling world. Um, how did you even get into modeling? Like, I, I know you what probably get this all you? the time. I remember being in school with you. Right. And I would hear all the time, like, oh, my God, like, you should totally model and stuff. That's like, funny that it, you remember that. Like, you, that but you, you definitely got that, that yeah. all growing up, didn't you? Yeah. Like, well, not until I was probably, like, um, out of... Like, getting into college like senior year high school yeah. stuff like that yeah people started saying it to me um a lot and i i like when i was young you were like fine <laughs> <laughs> like when i was young i had like the thought but uh, mm-hmm. you know it came and went mm-hmm. and with a lot of other thoughts um and then yeah once i got a little older i was like you know let me really try it but like even like when i knew you and but not till i went to towson which was like 2015 Mm-hmm. That's when I started to really try and learn and, mm-hmm. you know, and I still want to do journalism, though, and that's why I went to school and everything. But I was like, you know, let me, now's my time, whatever. So I just started practicing, like, taking pictures. I met my friend Trey, and he's not a photographer. Like, he's just a creative guy. He he is, like, a, he's an artist in terms of, like, music, but 
Um, and he would really help me with my poses and just getting comfortable and stuff. And like, that's when I started posting pictures on my Instagram and I would, um, use different hashtags that like agencies use to scout people off okay. Instagram. Um, and nothing really came of it. Like, you know, so it took me like three years before I got signed. Um, and, and was that off of Instagram? So I, I met, so I have a mother agent at first and a mother agent. Sounds scary. <laughs> people are like, is that your mom? I'm like, no, like it's not Kris Jenner, you know, mom is Kris Jenner. <laughs> yeah. That would be lit though. Yeah, I, she could definitely make me some money. But, um, <laughs> I just watched that video. It's fire. Um, but, uh, a mother agent is someone that, um, basically sees your potential kind of scouts you out and um wants to get you booked to an agency but she doesn't actually book you work and mine mine actually lives in australia and like so i've never met her in person um and we met through instagram because i saw her page and um she was having like an open call which is something that i was doing i was like submitting my pictures online to all kinds of agencies i was going to open calls and when you go to these things there's like hundreds of people and you know thousands of people apply to agencies like all the time so like when she like wrote back to me i like couldn't even believe it i was like bro like all right now we're talking like things <laughs> <laughs> things are uh you know this could be something so um i submitted pictures to her first actually on instagram and okay like in her message DMs. And then um, she was like, okay, now please go online, do the full submission. So I recruited my another friend. I did that. Usually they want you to take like up against a white wall or something. Just, you know, like no makeup, straight on, up close, profile. Soft. They want to see the potential in just like. Your clean slate, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because that's really what my, you know, you're you're just being a, like a statue for someone's vision, you know? Were you, were you trying to do it for something specific, like a, you know, type of clothing or like, were you just like model and then whatever brands want to? So, uh, yeah, like I, I want to be high fashion, you know? And I know I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be there right, I'm not there now. And, but that's how I see myself. Like I see myself mm -hmm. being a, a supermodel one day like that's really what. Wait, we were having a conversation about this <laughs> yeah, earlier. Like yeah, what's yeah. the difference between a model and a supermodel? Is it just supermodels yeah. like, Supermodel is kind of like you can do everything. Like you're the epitome okay. of model. Like you can, because some people like just, America's top next top model. Well, like, that that's another thing. Yeah, that's oh, okay, okay. that's what a <laughs> oh lot God. of <laughs> <laughs> no no no. It's okay. That's why we're here, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like America's next top model is like one kind of skewed view, I think. Okay. Of, and like what a lot of people, especially in America, like see models as. But that's like. It's a reality show, and it's. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, there are girls who. So, have, like Victoria's Secret models would be more something that's a supermodel, or is that still again a specific market? That's definitely like super skinny. Yeah. Like, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, okay. but a lot of the ones that people consider supermodels now, even though there's a lot of debate because the supermodel era was like the '90s, and that was mm -hmm. like Naomi Campbell, like Cindy mm -hmm. Crawford, like all them people Giselle and well Giselle I think was a little later but um so supermodels just like you're like the epitome of model like you can do runway commercial print you know you're you embody everything it is mm. you know and that's people now say like 
Kendall and mm-hmm. Bella and Gigi. Like, they are supermodels, oh, okay. but, like... Mm-hmm. But they are, though, right? They are. Because they do do Why everything. are you saying it like that? <laughs> that They're like, more personalities, too, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, that that's a good thing, though, too. Um, but a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them do come from, like, wealthy families that were already famous. Mm-hmm. And that is an advantage, of course. Yeah. And, right. like... Um, you know, so not to be, a, I'm not a hater. Like, you can't help how you grow <laughs> Their up. Their personalities, you know? and then also became models. Yeah, right. yeah. And but like, if you really look at the skill of it, like some of them, like a lot of people, and I agree. Like Kendall Jenner doesn't really have a good walk. So if, she's Kendall. If, Jenner. Oh, that's what Brandon was right. saying before we started. He was just like, "Did you see that video of yeah. Kendall walking?" So like, if her name wasn't really? Ke- like, if she wasn't a Jenner or a Kardashian Jenner, then she wouldn't be the highest paid model. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And two, that list to me is like, also like she. That's they're counting for money she gets from being on the Kardashians and having Kendall and Kylie line and. You oh, know, they are. I thought this was just, like, money that she gets from modeling, like, specifically. I, actu- but then they are paying for her name, too. Yeah. I, you know, actually, we I might have to check on that. But, <laughs> yeah. but... Fact checker. Yeah. But with the, um, I think that there are some, like, undertones that I hear about your sort of taste of, you know, that whole thing. But I think we'll get, get to that um, yeah. in, in more specifics later down. But, like, real quick, if I want to be a supermodel... Or not as a model, right? Mm-hmm. Um, today, what are some of the things that I have to go out and look for, and what's some important things to avoid? I think that, um, like, can I just start posting stuff on IG no. and hashtag it, and like, how does it work? Oh well, that's what I did. I mean, that's how. Because yeah. for one, like, you have to. Okay, so like, where I live in Baltimore, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's not a fashion market. Mm-hmm. So I had to research and figure out, okay, New York City, like, if you want to be in the fashion industry and high fashion, like, surely you can do local stuff and whatever. That's fine and dandy. But, like, that's different type of modeling, too. Um, but so I went online. There's a website, models.com, and that's kind of like the um, – kind of like the billboard charts almost of like modeling like people they vote on a model of the year the readers vote on another one like there's up and comers whatever so on there you can see every legitimate agency and you can go on there you can uh do a submission or you can go to open calls you know but primarily they're gonna be in new york around new york it's not you know i'm not you don't want to go to like Baltimore Fashion Week. Like, what is that? That's <laughs> not a thing. Yeah. I mean, it is a thing, actually. It is? it is? They have a Baltimore Fashion Week. Do you go to that? No. Oh. Like, <laughs> that's not... And and I'm... It's not uh, to be, like... I'm you're, not, too, you're not too good for no, it. No, I'm right? not better than anyone, yeah. but that's not fashion. That's not what the fashion is industry, you know? It's, like... A niche. Is it more, like, streetwear and, like, more Baltimore, like, culture fashion? Or... yeah. I guess, you know, or like, um, but is, okay. So isn't that kind of like, like how, so you're saying like, okay, so New York versus Baltimore, like Baltimore is not fashion, but like, can't everybody defy like, um, fashion in their own way. And if Baltimore is trying to do that in their own way, like, isn't, isn't that a good, I don't know. Isn't I, I'm seeing it as a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good that, um, you know, you can be anywhere in the world and make your own. Yeah, like thing what? What if and... you can't get to New York? Especially like we're close. We're only three hours away. Right. But what about somebody in Kentucky, for example? Yeah. Like, what if they try to do a Kentucky Fashion Week and then it's just like, nope, you have to be in New York. 
I think you can do stuff like that to yeah. just get comfortable with the idea of it and mm-hmm. practice. Like, you know, I, I still do local things that, but now I'm, I'm like, uh, more, um, I don't know, like some things just aren't worth my time anymore, you know, mm-hmm. because it's not going to that. No, my agents in New York don't care what I do here. Okay. That has, you know what I mean? Okay. That, that so, has so they're not considering that as anything. Like yeah. the ones that you're, the, you're trying to appeal to. Is it the status of those things? Is that what, what it is? Like brands and stuff that you work with or like, why would they not consider it? Like, does it have to be a good picture or does it have yeah, to like. Yeah, a lot of pe- like, I'm sure there are great photographers here too. But like mm. when you're like, and this is something that I've kind of been realizing too. What I look at every day is not what everyone else looks at. Like I, my feeds and everything are catered to like, I'm looking at Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, mm-hmm. big designer names like Tom Ford, models, photographers that are doing the fashion. Like when you see images like that and you see the quality of it, like then when you you are approached by someone that's like local, just starting out, like they think you would look good in their portfolio, but like that really doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you, I could show you like- So you it, need like the industry you, yeah, stuff. That's what you're trying to appeal to. Yeah, there, there's a standard still. Like I mm-hmm. believe people can do, you know, to a degree you can do whatever you want. But like also it's like everyone's not gonna be a professional athlete and play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Everyone's not gonna be a Justin Bieber. So like there has to be some kind of standard. Okay. So that's where you go mm-hmm. to really make it. I see that. And they say when you make, oh, I keep doing that. <laughs> She talks with her hands a lot. Oh, She's keeping on the mic. Can you move it closer to her mouth, actually? Yeah. Okay. Like, Sorry. Um, no, you're good. You're but good. yeah, like um, New York. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. Um, I see a lot of like Instagram models now that I don't that I don't see on like you know Vogue and or any right. New York Fashion Week and stuff. Yeah. So what's like the difference, Brandon? What's that? What's that Instagram model's name with the big butt? No, there's a lot of those. Well, yeah, but, but like the super famous one. All of the above. <laughs> oh, he follows a lot of them. He, there's too many. Do you on like the list. Claremont twins? Do you know who they are? Wait, aren't they little girls? Mm-mm. Oh. They're the, they're 24. There's this one specific one that I'm thinking of that like she's always on World Star and stuff. That's how I even like know her. Big butt. There's um, so many. She's like, so many. <laughs> huh? I don't know. What is she? She has like uh. Like light eyes and oh Jennifer Amina Blue no. who um, no I don't, I don't know easy. it's gonna be a if, lot if I heard her name if I would know but anyways okay let's, let's <laughs> while you're looking that up yeah I see these twins he's like he's like oh this is my favorite research <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah like what's the difference like are they because they look like they're balling well right and you can be balling and do that mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like but also um, to me like they're more of like a trend like. In 10 years from now, what are... they'll be gone? Yeah. But I have a question. So, like, those... A lot of the Instagram models are, like, thicker, you know? Yeah. And so, like, a lot of those people, like, wouldn't even be accepted that much by the fashion industry. Mm -hmm. So, is it really, like, you know, just to try... Like, maybe they're just finding a way to actually be, like, accepted by the modeling industry. It's kind of like the YouTube of, like, like, you know, entertainment. It's like, you can't do it if you wanted to go for like for real for real because you don't apply to their standards but you still want to do it in your own way right right that's what i yeah i think it's people doing it in their own way figuring out which is great um like i i mean my body is kind of more like an instagram girl you know like i i'm in between so like they have straight size modeling which is like kendall 
all them, whatever. And that's the sample size, which is like zero or two, even four, four is iffy. I have a couple like friends that are models and they're size four and they can't book things because then they're too big. And then there's this gap and I'm in the gap. Oh my God, this I conversation's wear... making me so uncomfortable. It is, it's, that's very know. uncomfortable. It's, and I, it... The last time I was a size four was like fifth grade. Yeah, like. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, you know, and um, not so, that there's any shade. It's just like that's what's cutting them off. I might be a size two. <laughs> it's just like that's the Sign cutoff. Yeah, yeah. So that's like straight size. So then that's why they had like plus size, mm-hmm. and then that's where curve came into play, and that's why I'm on the curve board. But on this curve board, I'm a smaller curve girl, and um, mm-hmm. sizes six through twelve like don't get booked yeah like they just and that's i'm a six eight like so i i'm not even joking all right so at the beginning of the year my agency so i kind of like skipped apart before but i got my mother agent okay and then i was going to all these go sees they call it where like you she set up appointment for me to go to the agencies in new york and it took like 12 12 agencies before someone said yeah and the reason they said no they all said no first was because because my top's small my waist is small and my hips are Oh, I just, oh. I just remembered that. Do you, yeah. Sorry. you want to know something funny? So one of my friends' friends dated her. Oh, wow. Whoa. I know. Do you know her? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. Well, she's also a YouTuber. Huge YouTuber, yeah. too. So. Yeah, oh, now she, she is. Yeah. But she but started she off And now Instagram. she has a fitness thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's cool that you can go do all that, you know? And that's, I mean, I I want to branch out and do other things, too. Mm-hmm. Um Sorry, Wait, I didn't mean to cut off your no, story. No, I know. I'm like, I'm like all over the place. I just remember why, why, why the agent said no is because yeah, you're... Yeah, so, like, literally they would all say the same thing. Because I would go, I'd go to New York, and then I'd come back and I'd wait for their answer through my mother agent. And they were like, yeah, you know, you have this look, you're great, whatever, but, like, your sizes, it's just not going to work. And I'd be like, all right. And that's, par- that's part of the reason why I kind of, like, got, a, I guess, a, I mean, it's not a later start. It's when I started, but, you know... Um, because I knew that was going to happen. Like, I just, that's how it is because you can go do your own thing and that's great. But the actual industry brands and everything, Mm -hmm. like you have to be one or the other is how it feels. And so, um, my agent, when I, when I got signed, she was like, you know, if we have to stuff you, we will. And at the time I was like, ha ha, like whatever with food right <laughs> no, like oh. to buy padding and stuff oh okay oh for, like, <laughs> for cur- what part of your curves? body to, yeah to look like curvier. to your thighs i don't I, not I'm, i wouldn't think there i probably up here but um and my mm-hmm. arms but like um to make you a plus size model yeah like a lot of them do that wow it's crazy so they asked, so they would take a smaller person and then make them bigger and mm-hmm. then call them plus size yep I'm sorry. This whole conversation is really triggering for me. I'm yeah. sorry. No, right. Exactly. And um, they, when I, at the beginning of the year, they were marketing me as a size 12. I don't wear 12. I've never yeah. worn 12 in my life. Like, yeah. and then I would go to castings and it's like, people request me and then I show up and like, they're like, oh yeah, you, yeah, you wear 12. And I, and I would, at first I went along with it because that's what I thought they like wanted. But then I was like, I'd go in and I'd tell them, no, I actually wear like a six, eight, like whatever. And, um, but you know, you get looks from people who are actually those sizes and bigger, like, you know, because you're in here faking, like, you know, it's right. just, it's not right. Mm. I don't like it. They asked me to buy a padded bodysuit and the thing was like $400. And I was like, Jeez, uh, yeah. no. Wait, so, so, so on that topic, like, are you, when you go to New York and stuff, are you having to pay like for those trips yourself? And, yeah. 
for all so like besides that like what's the cost of all of this kind of stuff like getting all your shots done and i'm sure there's yeah so like I, I didn't know <laughs> when i first started yeah um so like it's called test shoots when you're just doing shoots to build your portfolio and it can range and it varies by photographer i've paid like three hundred dollars i think was my first one I've paid $600 for one. Oh, my God. Wow. I've paid, like... And that's what I'm saying, like, it very, it can go up to, I don't know, like, maybe 1500 at the most. You know, all the equipment um, in this room, like, costs less than that. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. Like, and I, I, I didn't know that, like, going into it. But the, the pictures I have look like they could be in a magazine, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what... That's... You're investing in yourself, essentially. So, um... But yeah, and you have to, you're an independent contractor, like, you know, right. and I haven't, like, I, I didn't book anything at all this year, but when I do. Wait, I, so your mother agent doesn't do that? You have to do that? Do what? The bookings. Yeah. That's why she's a mother agent. She just kind of well, so puts you to an agency, my right? My mother agent doesn't book me or anything. My mother agent, my mother agent is kind of like a mentor almost. So mm-hmm. she, like, right now I'm just signed in New York, but I could also sign in another uh, market, like. London and if she thought that would be good for me then she would initiate that and then what's what's worse London New York or New York everyone said I mean London I mean sorry New York is like the fashion capital of the world because even people from overseas come over Mm -hmm. and that's where they come in the US but um I mean London is like ahead of us London with fashion trends and everything like Mm. you know like ASAP Rocky like he's always wearing something crazy well people think it's crazy and then it catches on here you know and he goes to London a lot and um but um I have a question so like they're like so either they want you to be like smaller like between two or four or they want you to be 12 and higher yeah so what do you think is a reason that they don't want any of the natural because you have like a more of a natural figure yeah um, what do you think the reason is, just like personally, for why they wouldn't want a more so, natural figure? Or they this, want you to be like one or the other? Those sizes that are in between sell. Like, they don't, brands mm-hmm. never have to worry about those sizes. Like, so that's why they feel they don't need to market it. But now, you know, because I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, I think it was a Dove ad, and like, it had maybe seven or eight women or something, and mm-hmm. they all weighed 150 pounds, but they were like all different oh, heights. Yeah. And you see how different weight carries on heights and different bodies so people want to see that reflected you Mm -hmm. know and um yeah and then too like i was reading about how when um people are in design like fashion potential fashion fashion designers when they're in design school and everything Mm -hmm. like they're still making the sample size like no one steps in and says oh you need to actually make you know size 12 dress for our school runway show like mm-hmm. it's always still the size two or whatever but there are designers like um there's a designer christian siriano he was on he won mm-hmm. project runway and he's very much about like dressing all women and he's considered like high fashion now and he he's one of the ones that will put uh curve girls in the runway shows mm-hmm. but at new york fashion week a lot of them don't um still and, um, with the yeah. like with the plus size models and how you're saying like this this designer specifically is targeting more towards like the um, I guess the, the minority in the uh, modeling world yeah uh, with the curve the the curved girls and like more diversity in color and um, what's the girl that has like the uh, the Winnie skin Harlow. condition yeah, yeah 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 so I feel like there's a wave of that happening mm-hmm. do you feel like as a white woman you're unfavored at the time um. 
Or like not in the supermodel and, industry. And not being like, yeah, plus size. Or... I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't really, um. Because you think that if somebody saw your face on a magazine, would they be like, oh, another, like, skinny white girl or something? Maybe, yeah. I'm sure. You know, I'm sure people <laughs> like, feel that way. Like, how do you deal with like... that? I don't know. Or, or you don't see that. I don't know. I haven't. I have. I feel like maybe I haven't. You're just ex- doing your thing. Yeah. I haven't experienced it. Okay. Or is that not a problem? Like the supermodel industry, like they're still needing you. Um, no. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do Do you ever? <laughs> do, I'm trying to like. Yep. Yeah, sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, do you ever like critique yourself? Like, okay. Yeah. I need to like get bigger or like no. get smaller or you know do this or do that or do you like. Fix, you know, I watch your diet. diet or exercise. I mean, I I've always like regularly exercised and eat. I consider myself a clean, healthy eater most of the time. Um, Are you vegan? Oh uh, no, I oh. want to be, but I I don't eat meat. Why does that matter? No, I just wanted to know. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know if like models are generally vegan or something. I mean, they are like I mean really? like I mean I think it's just like a trend generally like in New York and LA and that's kind yeah, of where it mainly of, is. So yeah. a lot of then mm. models then tend to eat vegan. Yeah. Okay. But you're saying about um being healthy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, no. Like my body I've always had the same shape for um, since whatever like uh, early teenage years or whatever. I don't really I don't really fluctuate weight. I don't you know, and and going back to the body suits and stuff, like I don't, you know, I don't want to. I want to be accepted just as I am. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to manipulate myself and appear bigger when there's all these bigger girls that want to get booked and stuff and whatever. So, um, big butts. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I feel like that's a trend too, though. But I mean, and I, I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, I have a big. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to ask that too of you guys. I mean, I don't know. Really, okay. yeah. It's fine, yeah. Um, but for like a white girl, like, yeah, I have a bigger butt and people know that. And like, I could easily, like, I've had people tell me, well, just go to Atlanta and like, you'll you'll make it there. And I'm like, all right, I'm not going to be that girl. Like, that's not my niche. Oh my and God, that, why? You could be great on Wild and Out. I just, I mean, I don't know. I say a lot of random things that come off funny, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know that I can actually sit there and like write jokes. But, um, <laughs> oh no, the wild now girls don't have to talk. Oh really? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. How do you feel? Watched... How do you feel about that? Well, so this is like wild now girls are just like they bring clo- the uh, what's it called cards and different mm-hmm. games and they comment on them and also like you've seen boxing or wrestling or yeah. MMA stuff where yeah. like the, the girl the girls the... inside that are like holding the they're just like round meant numbers. to be like yeah. the hot attractive pieces oh. of the in those types of environments. Yeah, where do you where do you draw the line when it comes to like the way that you are being? I remember Perceived. at the beginning of this you were saying like you, you use the word product I think that where like models are kind of like a product it was Yeah, something um, like or that. a mannequin or Yeah, you're the um like a yeah. hanger, not in the, not like that, but like like a what? Like like you're kind of like what they're putting the stuff on, or like making them into yeah. a vision. And like I've even like I said, even without really booking anything yet, like doing test shoots, like I've had moments where I'm like, oh, like this is it. Yeah. Like, what's your what's your, where do you where do you <laughs> like see yourself and like how do you um, draw I guess, lines? Yeah, and like you know how do you explain it in your own terms of like what you do and and why it works for you. I I really like the process behind, you know, photo shoots because it really is someone else's vision 
And it, it's, you know, you look at a picture and you don't understand all the things that went into it. Or, like, I have a couple pictures. Um, there was one uh, on the beach and it was, like, black and white. And I'm, like, this. And I'm, like, I'm, like long ways across. And my eyes are closed. And I'm, like, climbing a rock. And I'm, like, holding this position, <laughs> you know. And I, I actually said that to the photographer. I was, like, let me do this real quick. Like, I think this will look good. And, um, you know, I'm I'm like in this awkward position for a while and he's you know you do slight maneuvers and then like but then you see the final product and you're like wow like that's cool but like you're supposed to you know emit I guess emit uh, a mood or Mm. so you're selling something yeah you know and I know that like I know that's what I'm doing um but at the same time, like, I always have viewed modeling as, like, a way to do other things in life and, like, okay. just get a platform and, mm. like, I know. Like for what? Just, like, I really want to help people. Okay. <laughs> people. <laughs> <laughs> and, like. Um, no, but I think even, like, it's important to say that if you are just a model and you don't want to, like, pursue other things. Mm-hmm. It is kind of like you're like acting. You're being yeah. You are like an actor. Yeah. Like so. I, that's why I I you know because I have some more risque pictures. But like you get into a zone. Like I'm not I'm not worried about like I don't know. Like yeah. Like you're depicting something, I'm so depic- you're not worried yeah. about it's, how someone will judge your character. Yeah. Okay. Like it's me, but it's not me. Mm, you know. Yeah. Like and that's what I tell people with my Instagram Imposing too. Something, whatever. Yeah, like my Instagram is. Um, I'm not. I'm not worried about uh, what Billy from high school thinks of my Instagram. Like <laughs> I'm posting this stuff because someone who might see it could book me or, mm. you know, like I. Yeah, I've met a lot of people on Instagram that um, I would never have expected to talk to, mm, like wow. famous photographers yeah. and even like low-key celebs you know like how do you know when a uh, when a photographer isn't creepy you said risk you've taken risque pictures have you done nude shoots yeah and what's how do you you get comfortable with that like um you know just looking at it more as like fine art i guess Mm. um well is that is that like does it start off like uncomfortable I could never imagine doing that. So I'm like, yeah, I, I like, okay, take off your clothes. Oh, like, uh, right now? Yeah. Like, <laughs> How does it work? I, like when I I was like literally it was February and we were outside and like oh it was cold. It was cold. But um, and this is a nude shoot. The, so it didn't. It started as like um, this was for my agency and they were putting together like a lingerie book of mm-hmm. the Curve Girls to market. They were gonna mail it out, put it on their website, and then create like a separate website. And then, like, he, I mean, the photographer asked me, and I was like, okay, like, I, I was with it. It wasn't, like, a forceful thing. Oh, he you wasn't know? creepy. It wasn't creepy, no. And we um, originally were going to submit the pictures to online magazines that, like, um, there's a couple, like, P Magazine, Lucy's, um, Solstice Magazine or some names, but... um. You know, because that's that's just it's more about in those situations. I feel like it's more about the photographer and like their skill and like, you know, yeah. so like they make it an okay environment. Yeah, and I mean, happen. surely I'm like just like with the Me Too stuff and everything. There's actually an Instagram and it's called S H I T Model Management, and um, this person like has a whole list of 
photographers in the industry that are well known where models have come out and said you know they've been sexually harassed yeah or whatever you know Mm. and um just uh, actually yesterday i was reading um bruce weber he's a famous photographer and there were like a bunch of male models that came out and said you know they've been harassed or whatever so because there was like i think that when the instagram model stuff started popping off a a lot of like amateur photographers were also popping off at the same time and they were kind of like putting out like a warning a girl is like i know from my own school like in high school Mm -hmm. like there was um i don't know if it was one or more but um definitely one person who particularly would like shoot a lot of like classmates naked and that was like his thing and he was like saying it was like art and stuff but i don't know it it came off it didn't (laughs) like you know when somebody like yeah he's just like yeah like i do that like for art right yeah just because you have a camera like you know and and i think he's taking quality pictures so then the girls were like yeah like i feel like i should have that in my portfolio or whatever Mm -hmm. and they're not like they've never modeled or anything but they're just like yeah like this would this is art they were also using that a way to like lure on these girls lure them in like these like really really like pretty girls or whatever and like they're wanting to start off in modeling and building their portfolio so they lure them in with being like oh I'll do free pictures for you yeah that's what it is mm -hmm. free pictures too because you're saying like that's the cost can run up and then that's another thing like that reminded me of on that point is that like um like I was saying about models.com and you go on there and see all the legitimate agencies like there's people um, like locally in Baltimore and Pennsylvania or whatever and they claim to be agencies and they're really not you know Mm. and people get scammed into these things and you should never you should never have to pay an agency up front anything like Mm. nothing that if you do that's a scam like that's Mm. I don't know if you guys ever heard of like Barbazon or. Um, <laughs> Sounds one, like a scam. There's one with nine. <laughs> there's one in VA with nine. Nine. Like, it's like six or whatever. It's yeah. Nine. This um, sounds scary because it's not just like, I'm not just applying for any job. This is like, you're a model. You're supposed to be like, you know, you're supposed to depict beauty and things like that. So they already know that they're getting a certain type of person. Yeah. And then it reminds me of Taken from there. Oh, I never watched. That. <laughs> oh. You know about it though, like. Mm-mm. Well, it's not, it's not. about mod- It's just like. Yeah. You know, <laughs> He's pretty who's, who's the guy Liam Neeson? Yeah. Yeah, he's like the dad of a, like this pretty girl, and she goes on a trip mm-hmm. to Europe, right? And then she mm-hmm. gets kidnapped, and they start like selling them. Yeah. As, uh, oh. Yeah. yeah. So, like sex trafficking. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, that sounds scary to me. Yeah, and and it's like, also, I just hate that people like sell a false dream to people like you know like it's like like i i played tennis in high school but like if someone would tell me julie you're going to wimbledon i would have been like i don't think so like (laughs) (laughs) and and these people that like they'll be like yeah pay two thousand dollars and we'll teach you everything about modeling and it's like but who are you like what are you what does your resume look like like you're just somebody that wants to make money off of people and um there's no guarantee that you get signed or you work with any big client or you know Mm -hmm. it's like it's just it's skeezy like yeah on the subject of like when we were talking about um you know doing nude shoots and stuff like that uh i'm thinking about like the um a girl who wants to be like a modest mo- model. Yeah. Um, especially thinking of like our Muslim audience, for example, like the way that they see it and see themselves mm-hmm. being represented. Are there things that you have to do, um, like, or can you get by um, without 
doing like lingerie and things like that like how yeah. much modesty do you see in yeah it depends it depends what you want to do okay. like like um you don't yeah you you don't have to do any of that and if you're not comfortable like then you don't have to do it like you right. know no one's gonna force you like for a while with uh was it the Miss America pageant that they well oh. all of them that they have the bikini yeah mark, now they don't or and now they don't yeah, yeah but yeah. like for a while that existed so I don't know if like the standards are changing also yeah. in like mm-hmm. for example like you're saying like New York is you know the industry right so like right. how much of modest women are in that do you see I don't think much like mm. I mean and too that's why that's why too um, this kind of goes with like differentiating myself from like Instagram model because if I'm like if I'm if I'm posting, like, like I could have easily just been posting butt shots all the time. And, like, but do you think, like, Tom Ford or somebody is going to want to book me then? Like, I mean, maybe. Who knows? But, no. Like, probably not, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you have, there is a degree of, like, like, I, there, in no way am I ever going to do anything, like, porn or nothing like that you know i mean that's totally different like industry um but i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna if i keep doing and that was a one thing you know the new thing but like if i keep doing that then that's how people are gonna only see me okay and Mm -hmm. and i don't want that like like i say i want to do high fashion so Mm -hmm. i have to i that's why too it goes with like i can't um i can't just keep working with like local amateur people like Mm -hmm. i if i want to upgrade i have to also work with other people that want that too like you know to create that person Mm. but yeah and it's more acceptable like in new york and stuff to have a little nude here and there you might Mm -hmm. see somebody's nipple pop out you know like (laughs) 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 yeah i mean they have like the long coats on and then in the middle right yeah Yeah, like i like i'm planning a shoot now and uh well kind of it's in the works a little bit but like um i really want to do like suits because i i love like like women's suits and like blazers and turtlenecks like that's like my swag like lady you know? gaga just did that right she had that big right tom ford yeah look at uh, him talking to tom ford <laughs> that's the only thing i i just remember seeing that yeah she was in like a men's suit mm-hmm. right okay. yeah and a lot of people so like if you if you're not in fashion or whatever you'd look at that and be like what is that like you know but people that that's you know that's what you're you're accustomed to seeing like could recognize you that was a fire suit like the oversized (laughs) like you know and um but yeah i want to do something like that with like without a shirt on but i'm still covered in a blazer Mm -hmm. and whatever and not the whole thing like i'm saying but that'll make for a couple shots like Mm -hmm. you know right Uh, with with your social media um you're pretty vocal about certain things you you're on twitter instagram you have your own like music playlist and all that kind of stuff um where do you um again like sort of draw the line of like how much you put out there is it could it affect you know the way that people see you or do you have to kind of have a social presence now do you think um i think i'm i'm trying to uh, like figure it out still like balance it because sometimes i'll say some stuff not bad things but just but just controversial or yeah you know putting out my opinion Mm -hmm. and then i have to remember like i'm supposed to be like a brand like i'm Mm -hmm. branding myself like so you know but um i think it is you do though people people want to hear what you have to say like like i think this is great for me to do Mm -hmm. you know um 
people want to see you move. They don't just want to see 2D or Instagram just being all you standing there doing this fit pick and this fit pick, you know. So like, <laughs> I love <laughs> so how that, the accents that come was in. my twang coming out for the night. But um, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> so do you think that like with the times that the industry is also going to change? Because it sounds based off what you're saying that it kind of stays pretty stagnant in the sense that they have like an like an image that they want. But I remember like growing up and watching America's Next Top Model mm-hmm. stuff like being like a taller girl like five eight and taller you're automatically like oh why don't you do modeling or on paper they're like hitting you up like oh that's a perfect height and stuff and every single time i would get these model calls my parents were like oh hell no like that's just Mm. that's not an option for you and so a lot of that was because i remember even on america's next top model they would literally be like oh no like the next shoot is going to be a nude shoot and you have to be comfortable with it and girls would be uncomfortable Mm. and they're still doing it and like that kind of idea was built into my head that like okay if you're going to be a model it's not up to you what you choose Mm -hmm. but now I feel like you know you can choose what you want to do and who you want to work with and all that type of stuff do you think that as society's changing that the model industry is changing or do you think they're like kind of lagging and they need to catch up I I think they've made some changes, but there still needs to be a lot more. Like, like now more than ever, there's diversity, and but it's still not enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very small. Um, and same with like size inclusion, and um, like I had a little note on there about like Victoria's Secret, and like recently, like every single year, the Victoria's Secret show gets fewer views. Like this was the yeah. lowest year. It's I didn't like, even watch it this year, and I watch it every year. Yeah. Why? Just because people are they're like so specific to what yeah, they want, they're and tired. it's just not appealing. Oh, like a specific image, yeah, like and super specific, and like, um, super what? Super specific, like it has to be like no, really, really specific. Yeah, <laughs> and then like all of the you know Victoria's Secret angels, they're on social media, and they're like, they're like, yeah, three weeks we're training like an angel. That's like their thing, mm-hmm. and you know they just work out all the time, blah, blah, blah. but they're already <laughs> super skinny. And it's like okay and then it's um it's literally bones and skin though not to be rude to them but it's like the image that they're trying to achieve is so unrealistic mm-hmm. and don't then, they have to like throw up and stuff to like get those images i I, rem- like, I remember like a few years ago when i watched like it a rumor. every like, single they definitely do, do not have I mean, to throw up right i mean yeah, to, a, to an extent they kind probably, of have to people probably do yeah i mean there's a lot yeah. of models like do drugs and stuff and smoke and don't eat and that's how they stay so thin Mm -hmm. um but like i remember i used to go on social media after i watched it every year and be like i feel like oh my god like i hate my body yeah and that was and i literally went back on like a time hop Mm -hmm. and like it was like four years in a row i felt like shit after watching the victoria's secret fashion show but i loved watching it Mm -hmm. and it was like so weird but now i was like wait why am i forcing myself to watch something that i hate myself afterwards right and i feel like a lot of girls feel like that Mm -hmm. you know because i would see it on my timeline like oh my god i hate myself now and it's like you don't need to like so they're 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 selling this angel idea you know Mm -hmm. and again another idea and that was their recent thing because the guy um his name's ed Razik or something like that and he um he was like I I don't know if he just straight up was like we're never having trans models but like he said something that like was along the lines yeah again there's because there's a really um more uh I guess maybe one of the most well-known trans models her name's Lena Bloom Mm -hmm. and she really wanted to be in the show and like had all this support online and then like he said something like that and I was like all right. So, and they also said that they don't want to go up in size inclusion because that's not who they are. Right. That's not who they are. So, like, I mean, it's it's yeah. It's like as but a, they sell them in the stores. 
Right. So, and then when you have, you know, like Rihanna's new lingerie, uh, Savage Fenty, and she includes pregnant women. She includes (laughs) all kinds of women, you know, short, (laughs) bigger, smaller, you know, and people are really rooting for that. Mm -hmm. And then some people get mad that, um, that, you know, people are trying to go against Victoria's Secret because they act like Victoria's Secret's the mecca or whatever i don't know like i don't know you know like the go-to place yeah and it's like no like yeah you gotta change with the times or you get left behind like Mm -hmm. you know i like like victoria secret i know (laughs) i was literally just processing that (laughs) what's um let's talk about plus size models for a second this is confusing but like before before this podcast Mm -hmm. it was funny because uh you sent us a link to this article yeah and uh i was scrolling through it and then brandon was like hold up like this is plus size. Mm-hmm. He's like literally like these are by these girls. standards. No, he's like right. he goes by these standards. Like Amber could be a plus size model, and, right? But then the reaction, <laughs> Amber was like offended. <laughs> yeah, I started crying. No, but like, but the thing is, I, I didn't see the picture first yeah. of all. I should clarify that I didn't see what they were looking at. Yeah, but it was the idea of Brandon calling me. Oh, but like Amber could be a plus size mm-hmm. model, and to me, I'm like, but I'm I, like in my mind, I'm not in the model world. I'm considering myself quote unquote normal or like thicker or whatever you want to yeah. do. But like, I definitely wouldn't consider myself plus right. size. Yeah, and so to have that type of title attached to what they were defying right. me as, but mm-hmm. but was, I'm concerned that you were like. You were, like, offended by it. I wasn't offended because of the negative... Co- like, it wasn't like, oh, it's negative to be a plus-size model. It's to put me in that size range that I was offended by. Like, okay, there's nothing wrong with being a bigger model. Mm-hmm. But then right. you're saying that I'm bigger right now. And, I, like, I to my standards, like, I, I didn't think that I would fit the idea of a plus-size model. Right. Not that it's a bad thing to be a plus-size model, because... Some of these plus size models are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, no, that's, that's, too, why, like... Um, I, like I say, when I go to Curve cast, because every casting, I'm not going to ever go to this, being on a Curve board, I'm not going to the castings that, like, someone like Kendall or whatever would go to. So when I go to a Curve casting and people see me show up and they're like, what's this girl doing here, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, I don't know either. Like, I've, like, really been at castings and they're like, I don't know why you came because you're too small. Meanwhile, I just wow. took the whole bus to get here and the sub and three trains and I drove the you know, Go off. Go off. tractor. And I mean, that's that's my own personal choice to still be here. And, you know, that that no one cares about that. That's my responsibility. But, like... Did you ever consider just, like, dropping down and going to the... I can't, though. Like, really? my, my hips are wide. Like, I, they may not, you know, always seem... But they they're wide like when you measure uh, they they don't even measure your hips they measure the widest part of your butt okay mm-hmm. so when they measure the widest part of my butt it's 42 inches which mm-hmm. sounds really big like <laughs> but like the most your hips can be on the straight size or whatever is, so it's like down to the numbers exactly yeah it's and that that's again like people you know all right dang sorry sometimes i have a lot to say and then i go off and <laughs> you know anyways um so uh what was my thought like don't don't kill your shot of like getting an opportunity here for if if one of your your casting people are like oh right what does she have to say oh yeah (laughs) um yeah but uh dang i really lost it get it it, but the 42 inches it's considered (laughs) the biggest oh yeah so uh yeah they don't like factor you and into a smaller section they just throw you to the higher section yeah right right and you know um 
like I say, the rest of me is pretty small and considered what could be the other. So um, what I'm hearing is there's no market for the average body type. Right. There's no market for right now, an average woman. Right. Right. And in 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 fashion, and that's why I say like, that's why people are going on Instagram and doing their own thing because right. they can't get. And I mean, maybe they all didn't try. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's also, but it's easier, also just I think. it's also yeah. it's also a fact that like you know like if you have a really big butt and a smaller waist, you're probably not going to get like you know picked up by a supermodel yeah. like in in the supermodel industry. But then too, that's why I say like um like the '90s supermodels and everything. They had a little more on them, mm-hmm. which I feel like my shape could go more with that. And mm-hmm. I don't know, but um. Mm-hmm. But that's why also I wanna I'm I want I wanna still use my journalism skills and you know because then I'm more marketable and and who knows what could happen like maybe then I I get I go on another path and I sometimes can do modeling but it's not gonna be my primary thing you know I don't know I go with the flow but um yeah hmm. <laughs> um we gotta wrap this up soon but like what do you hope to get out of this whole thing and like where do you see this taking you? So yeah, I mean, I I I wanna. It's kind of for where I want to be at. Like, it kind of probably if I do get to that level of being like a supermodel, then fame would probably come with that. Like, you know, it's just kind of something that would happen. I'm not. I don't set out and be like I want to be famous, but I want to be a well known like. I wanna I wanna be known for like doing, you know, being a. Using modeling. Yeah, like like. Being a skilled model that, like, you know, was, like, that epitome of it, you know? But also, um, just like I said, like, and I know it kind of is goofy, but, like, I do want to help people. And, like, <laughs> we're also, like, really, we're like, also really into, like, music and, like, you know, yeah. you go, you have this DJ Julie P yeah, uh, playlist that you put out. <laughs> you said you had aspirations of being a DJ. Yeah, and, and still doing journalism. And, like, I, I, I see it all coming together and, like, um interviewing people and and giving them a voice with you know like i know i have white privilege and i want a platform and all this stuff like i feel like that's a responsibility to do well in the world do good things like well you become an influencer with that and then yeah you have to like yeah you are responsible for using yeah your influence in a responsible way right. I guess. yeah and mm. like i don't know like i said i'm 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 sure other opportunities will come my way in other avenues i've thought about acting like Mm-hmm. I, my my first like aspiration was to have like a talk show oh, awesome. <laughs> and be like a news anchor like that's what I really I really wanted to be like a Today Show right. like morning anchor but um do you feel like you need to box yourself into a model to like nah. thrive in that first or what? well sometimes yeah I was talking about that the other day on Twitter I was like I get overwhelmed because I want to do all these things but like <laughs> I feel like if I spread myself too thin then yeah. you know so I gotta kind of focus on this now I feel like and do mm-hmm. some other things on the side but that's a trend with a lot of us creatives nowadays, right. is like not knowing how how far to spread ourselves, but also like it's it's weird because you're like waiting on the industry to like yeah. be like, hey, yeah. finally we'll give you a shot. But yeah. also you're like, should I be waiting for that or should I like do this myself in the meanwhile? And right. It's a confusing. It's hard. Story. It's hard to yeah. figure yeah. out. And like, you know, sure. I spend a lot of time alone, obviously riding the bus and going to castings and whatever. And like, yeah, like I have moments of like doubt and even fear and those things like i've had breakdowns i've you know been upset about not booking anything i've you know been like am i gonna keep doing this like i what? love that you know and that's I think why breakdowns I, are super important yeah they are yeah. you know and i'm not afraid breakthroughs to, like kanye yeah. says 
Yeah, breakthrough, man. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm, what is it? Breakthroughs. Yeah. Instead of a breakdown, it's oh. a breakthrough. But do you break down first and then break through? The breakthrough, the breakdown is a breakthrough. It's like a realization. Oh. It's like yeah. a moment of realization. True. Yeah. And I think it's important because, like, all of us, too, like, even though I, I'm not a. Uh, I don't have a podcast and I'm not making music videos and like but Though we, with your last name being POD like you could do something like I know that. I know <laughs> but like we all can relate on like exactly what you said like if you're trying to go on your own path like you know what it's like yeah. like mm-hmm. you you go yeah. through the ups and downs and that's why it's important to like I think stick and stick around people like that like like-minded entrepreneurish for the aspiring listeners who want to be <laughs> a model um in the future mm-hmm. what do they need to know um before pursuing this or thinking about going into this that it's not easy mm-hmm. you know it's not just like taking your picture and i mean like i said some yeah it, it's not as glamorous as you think it is mm-hmm. um it is fun i have fun i meet a lot of great people along the way but it's it's like anything else it takes discipline you have to be patient because you never know which casting or who you're going to meet is going to be the one thing that you book and then you meet somebody else and you book something else and then you know and just like if you're really into it like like don't give up how do you know if you're like fit to be a model i guess or do you just have to like try it um I'm sure people will tell you like, <laughs> but also i mean but let's say you're like not attractive and yeah like, you don't have to be attractive to be a model Okay. Like, you can have the skills, I think. Um, skills in, like, poses? Or? Posing, like, the mentality, like, um, the drive And do you have do to it. find your niche for, like, your fit, I guess? Yeah, I think so. You know, some people are lucky and can do everything, you know, those mm-hmm. supermodels. But, like, some people, yeah, will only do um, runway. Will only There's so many models that are runway models and, like, they're, no one would ever know who they are, but mm-hmm. they're they maybe they did 19 shows at Fashion Week and mm-hmm. they were just you know that's their thing and then mm-hmm. but they're not gonna be in the Vogue spread or whatever so yeah you got figured out people you'll figure it out in time too you know okay so like specifically with like the 2017 2018 like era mm-hmm. filler is like really really big like just in your face no like just (laughs) yeah filler in your face okay and And lips and butts and yeah i mean like cheek and all that type of stuff under eye whatever Mm -hmm. um one like what is the supermodel industry's like point on that and two do you ever feel pressure to be like okay well i could fix this a little bit um and be like whatever if i got filler I yeah I I don't ever think about that stuff like I just want to be me like mm-hmm. I'm more I'm more happy and confident now than I've ever been mm-hmm. and that's like because I like I I had a lot of social anxiety um through college especially and like that that made me question things a lot but once I got past that like um why did you have why did you think you had social anxiety like oh I I don't know. I really don't know. And it made me upset and it I made me depressed because I uh wasn't like that before. Like mm. I was I've always been like outspoken and like mm. I wanted like I say I was on I wanted to do the news and I'd be doing the morning announcements. I'd do all these things. I'd raise my hand and mm. then all of a sudden like it something like weird happened. I don't know. And then like I I don't know. I don't know if you know this either, but like I like failed school like at community college before I that's why I went to Harford even okay. cuz I lived in Baltimore County, but I mm-hmm. I like failed school because I felt like I physically couldn't go and I couldn't do the work and like it was really like it was hard like yeah. and mm-hmm. um 
but yeah once I, and that was too like that was when I was uh I had the thought of doing modeling in my head but I knew I couldn't do it then because I, I wasn't ready to do yeah. it so with the fillers so the fillers do you feel like like what's your perspective on it slash industry perspective on it because like that's so common and almost like you know yeah I I mean I think people should do whatever they want and, mm-hmm. and do what makes you happy and stuff. Um, I do feel like it's kind of a cheat if you're if you're uh, altering the way you look and then you're, like, booking everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then at the same time, then you were meant to book it with your fillers. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> it's the same idea of, like, people who work out who get fat transfers and then they're fitness models. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, oh, but you didn't even do that, whatever. And well, then Kylie it's just... got lip fillers and then she's selling like, Right, the most exactly. Lip kits and the then world, now right? they're saying yeah. that in the beauty industry, like, okay, well, if you're going to be a beauty blogger and you have all the fillers, it's that same idea. Right. But then, but then it's, it doesn't, There's that doesn't be compare. There's nothing behind it, though, like, right? Like, you can't just get this done then you're like okay well now i have a shot i mean mm-hmm. maybe you have more of a shot but like still mm-hmm. i think a lot of it like you're saying the techniques that you mm-hmm. use the way that you may, maybe just being a certain type of person having a social presence i don't know like i feel like all that matters too it does matter i just wanted to hear a model's yeah. perspective on fillers because there's like um there's this page on instagram i follow it's called celeb face and it shows you literally all those supermodels and you know a lot of celebrities that uh, alter their pics one you know and then they'll also post like before pictures of whoever before they got all that stuff done mm-hmm. and people I mean then uh, you know the person was probably insecure before and that's why they got it done whatever they did mm-hmm. and then once you do fix something then people are in the comments trashing you for fixing it or you know it's mm-hmm. like what you just can't really win yeah like you can't please people so that's why i say like if if someone wants to do it fine whatever but like um i also i mean i don't know you don't have to you don't have you don't owe anyone 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 anything but like if you're if someone's gonna ask you like don't lie about it Mm -hmm. like don't lie and say i did not have any lip fillers you think you should be honest about it if you get fillers in the model industry yeah if if you're approached by it like don't Mm. lie but then again you don't have to tell anyone i don't know you know it's weird (laughs) be you be you man go after your dreams do you just don't do pepsi commercials that are going to get you oh no no (laughs) (laughs) well julie we wish you the best of luck with everything and you know Hope your future is bright and Thank hope to you. see you in Vogue or wherever you want to be. Yeah. But, uh, forward, we have like. one last question that we have to ask in this podcast and Shimmer, take it away. If you could describe yourself in any flavor, what would it be and why? I think I would say bubblegum. Hmm. Mm. Why is that? New flavor alert! Because <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, um, let me get a bop, bop, bop. Bubbly. Oh. Okay. Because you're... <laughs> Bubble Bubble <laughs> But with my twang, you know. With the twang. I so like you're that. like a, you're like a cinnamon five gum. No, ew, no oh, man. Sorry. Oh, oh, I took that? it too far. No, I'm like cinnamon. Maybe like. I was trying to include the twang. In what there, did you know? I? What was that yellow gum? I used to love that juicy, juicy fruit. fruit. Yeah, but that just like has no taste after a little bit. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Uh, wow. Dang. I did not mean to say that. I can't relate. She just took a shot at your whole person. <laughs> That's not what, not what I was trying to say. I was trying to say you're not that. Okay, how about hubba bubba? Okay, I like hubba that. Bubba. No, no, that, that, matches that matches you. That matches you. Hubba bubba max. That's hubba bubba. Oh, max. A whole new kind of bubble. You heard it here. Uh, bubbly <laughs> like bubble gum. Julie Pachas- Pachaski. 
Podcasty. No. Podcasty. Podzaki. Um, look out for her. What's your social media handle? My name, Julie Pachowski. Okay, you're never gonna be able to spell that, so go in the description. <laughs> Give her a follow. Listen to her sick music playlist. Yeah. And uh, yeah, look for her upcoming whatever she does besides yeah. for modeling. Hopefully, maybe a YouTube channel. Maybe a YouTube. Or a little maybe an actual DJ skill. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's been another week. Another flavor. A little less stranger. We'll see you next time. Peace. Bye. Lost without your touch, I'm in another place. Shawty wanna fight you, she won't let me chase Smoking too much loud, I need a change of pace You're the only one that I just need to face Flowers in my mind Dying, there's no light This been a long fight I can't wait tonight Run around